Anthony on Air Podcast, welcome in for another episode. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. The Andrew Cuomo thing continues. Bill Gates talks about his relationship with Epstein. How about Ghislaine Maxwell's getting brought into the whole Cuomo thing with one of his aides? We'll talk about that. A Facebook executive helped Governor Cuomo. There's more Chris Cuomo drama. <sighs> there is Donald Trump stories tonight. We've got uh, Dad with a wonderful Seinfeldian story against his daughter. Something that I've used all my life that I've never actually purchased. I can't wait to share this little revelation with you guys. CNN is firing workers for not being vaccinated. Uh, Mike Lindell is off the wall again and talking about things and the woman who sued McDonald's for their compelling ads. It's a big show. It's a big Frankie C. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Uh, wait, compelling ads? We'll get to that, I'm sure. We'll get to it all. Let's start with Bill Gates. Uh, he says it was a huge mistake to have spent time with Jeffrey Epstein. He went on with Anderson Cooper. And this this bugged me, and I'll tell you why. But I'll play the uh, 42-second clip for you here where Anderson Cooper talks to Bill Gates about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, this was uh, just after the news came out that he, him and his wife was uh, was done. Here, take a listen to this. Can you explain your relationship with Epstein? Did you have any concerns? Uh, was there ever any concerns you had about it? Oh, certainly. Uh, you know, I had several dinners with him, uh, you know, hoping that uh, what he said about getting billions of philanthropy for global health uh, through uh, contacts that he had might emerge. You know, when it looked like that wasn't a real thing, that relationship ended. But it was a huge mistake uh, to spend time with him, to give him the credibility of, you know, being there. There, there were lots of others uh, in that same situation, but I, I made a uh, mistake. All right, so he, said, he claims that he was just there because of Epstein's connections with philanthropy yeah so here's my thing they did a 15 minute he did a 15 minute hit on anderson cooper 15 minutes frank anderson cooper asked him one question he gave a 40 second response and that was it there was not he didn't follow up he did not follow up what else did they talk about i mean uh, if you only have 15 minutes with the guy I mean, here because because he's not allowing it. That's the thing. But Gates is not allowing it, right? No. So how about? I mean, there's tons of follow-up questions. Uh, you're a billionaire. What do you? You have fifty billion dollars dedicated to global health. Why would you reach out to anybody else to acquire more money? You don't. You you can't even dispense with the money you have right now. So that's True. not a great answer, Bill. What what is your what is your answer? But well, that's the money he has now. But when he had his relationship with Epstein, that was how many years ago? Still had it. He still had yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I don't he know still, when he made yeah. his billions. You're right. He had less, but he still had it. Sure. Maybe in the 30s or 20s at that time. But let's not forget, and we talked about it on this show just a few weeks ago. Remember Billionaire Camp? Remember when right. everybody went to that little retreat area? Remember the one billionaire that wore? We were like, is this guy a billionaire? Is he not a billionaire? It was fucking Anderson Cooper. He was there. He was with Gates just a few weeks ago, palling around with him. Then he has him on his show and asks him one fluff question so he can get his little soundbite out there about how he regrets the relationship. 
Well, you you fell for it. You put the soundbite out there. <laughs> but it's I'm putting it out there because I'm calling out uh, fucking That's white true. hair. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, let's let's get it. Gates on the show. We'll, we'll grill him. Grill the fuck out of that motherfucker. He, yeah. he'll never, but he would never. See, and that's the thing too, because he could go on anybody, he can go on any one of these cable news people. But he wants to go on his buddy, who's going to throw him softballs and not really challenge him with with tough questions. Right. And that's well, bullshit. We talked about this premise being total bullshit. You know, it's all bullshit. What are you going to do until there's like a Oprah Win Oprah Winfrey sit down with Bill Gates? You're not going to get full. You know, you're going to get sound bites like this. Yeah. And it's wrong because he should be challenged on this. He, he should be asked tough questions. And, uh, you know, I just uh, I think it's it's well, reach out and see if we can get him. It will never happen in a trillion years. I have seen interviews where Bill Gates like where like his his people like listen in like you've done that. You've had interviews where it's like the radio tour and the publicist connects you and you have like 15 minutes, you know. Yeah. And they listen in. I have been, I've seen, and I think, or I heard an interview where they were kind of going off a little bit. Maybe it was Mark Marin. I think. I can't remember who, but I just remember his publicist stepping in and being like, hey, this isn't the line of questioning we agreed upon. And they were kind of like, no, I'm getting to it. But I was just, we kind of went off on this little tangent. And we were going to kind of circle back around to it. We just sat there like. Yeah, I know. It's not, uh, not fair questioning. I mean, for... It's it's very very easy questions he he got. Like, what's your relationship like with it? What was your relationship like? I'm sure he has he has a million answers in in his back pocket for that question, but he's got to go on <laughs> some someone that's not going to coddle him. He was using him for to to raise money, and then he realized he didn't have that money. Come on, we did a good job with those podcast episodes talking about like the fact that he had there was a young girl there, and he stayed later that night, and you know. Go back to those episodes if you're interested in this because it's there's something there with this fucking guy. It's a weird thing. He's got a, I mean, I'm sure this is only, he's what, two days out of being divorced. I'm sure as time goes on, he'll, he'll be on other shows and maybe someone will grill him harder. And maybe we'll get him on this show. I doubt it. No, no. It'll never happen. No, I know. Even if we had a million listeners. No, Which, no. By the way, we passed another milestone. I didn't share with you, but we we passed another milestone. I have to share. We had a we've had a hell of a two couple of weeks. Hey, what's incredible, the milestone? Incredible growth. I'll tell you off. I, we don't talk about it publicly. I don't even know why. Oh, um, want to talk about Lame. this? Uh, Cuomo aide who brings Ghislaine Maxwell into the mix. I mean, as if you need to write better headlines. Oh, oh God, was he connected with OJ too? Any what else? You want to throw everything in there? <laughs> This Melissa DeRosa, I mean, have you been following any of this stuff? I mean, you can't. Do you remember Melissa from COVID with all the updates and everything? No. She's like Cuomo's second in command. Oh, okay. Well, she, she, um, let me see. She sarcastically likened herself to Ghislaine Maxwell at a heated conference call with two Albany journalists, according to part of this big, huge report. That came out the other day. We skimmed it a little more and found this story. Uh, she walked into the or she was talking to the two journalists. And she said, am I Ghislaine Maxwell in this situation? Because she walked in and said hello. Uh, because uh, I just want to make sure that next time I don't look anyone in the eye. She made the bizarre self-deprecating remark during a conversation with editors of the Albany Times Union. 
March 13th, according to Attorney General Letitia James' report. Earlier that day, the Times, Reu- the Times Union reported on a June 2020 interaction between DeRosa and Charlotte Bennett, the 25-year-old former Cuomo staffer who'd recently publicly accused Governor Cuomo of sexually harassing her. While castigating the Times Union editors, Brenda Lyons and Casey Seiler, over the article, DeRosa repeated her Maxwell analogy as she mocked Bennett in dramatic, affected tones, according to the recording. You presented it like Melissa Ghislaine DeRosa introduces herself to the poor, innocent Charlotte Bennett, Bennett as she walks to the door with the governor and the place is lined up looking at them. What? I mean... I mean, people, there are people out there who just say dumb things, and that is a dumb thing to say. I'm sure she was probably maybe reading about this whole thing with Maxwell, and she's like, well, it's this isn't as, she was probably trying to make the comparison of, well, that's a huge scandal, and this is such a small scandal, you know, mm. and that's, no, you don't do that. That's That's a stupid comparison. This uh, Melissa DeRosa, though, they talk about her like she's a bulldog. Like she, mm-hmm. she's, uh, and I, I think this was one of the people that, you know, it's funny. I, I thought Cuomo raised an interesting point and I can't remember now cause it was shooting around in our friend's group text where he said that if a, if a female executive, if a male executive is tough on people, what did he say? They're, they're in charge and they're smart and intelligent. But if a female executive is tough on people, you know they're like they're they're accused of being a bitch or you know uh uh, it's an uncomfortable work environment or he was saying like there was like a double standard and i thought somebody in our group chat and i feel like i saw an article too about it saying like this guy is in trouble but boy did he bring up a good point about you know sexism in the workplace and how how unfairly judged female you know management is versus male management yeah no it's a good point i mean uh, there's a lot of double standards like that when it comes to men and women in the workplace. It, it doesn't, you know, it's like, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why people are so uncomfortable. My boss is a woman. It's not like it's, you know, it's not 1950. It's 2021. We got to, you know, it's, it's it happens. You know, you have to, it's all the same thing. It doesn't matter who your boss is. Yeah, but a lot of the articles are running around saying that she's been tough and people are like afraid of her and like she rules with an iron fist in that in that thing. Well, uh, now people and that she's like now she was but that she was bullying people into squashing these Cuomo stories. Like she was basically doing the Ghislaine work really is what they were all accusing her of. Well, that's a little different. The Ghislaine work. That's that's extreme. It it is. I'm just saying like the number two, she's a female. It's it gives you that weird sense of comfort, you know, that kind of that end of it. Anytime. I mean, you could be a a female boss and be a bad female boss. I mean, that that exists. I mean, of course. So and you You know, it's crazy in my whole I don't even I don't know how long I've been working for now. But in all of my years of working, I have only had two male bosses. I have predominantly worked for women my entire life. One, two, three. Three. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't count how many jobs, but I, I think more women. I've had more women bosses. Mine, right. is, mine is literally like 14 to two. Like, it's not even close. It's not even close. I've always worked for women. I've had male. I, I've 
I feel like it's close to even, if not more, slightly more women than men. For me, is that yeah? I think I have to. I have to go through and count, but I think it's very close. Yeah. But that's good. It's the way it should be. Well, I don't know what it says about me. There. They're like, let's get this guy in here. He's, you know, like we, we like the same movies. We could talk about. What? We could talk about when Harry met Sally. I like this guy. See, are you saying that the women. <laughs> see, now you're putting down your women bosses. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. You're saying the only thing they're good for is watching Harry met Sally. That's no good. Dude. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying my, my taste in, in film is very feminine. That's what and I'm that's, saying. That's the only thing your bosses have going for them, the taste in film. I guess so. You sexist bastard. I know. It sounds terrible. Um, but yeah, it's like every. It's, it's it, like people say, like, oh, you know, and I, I'm not saying that that's not doesn't exist women in the workplace or that there's more men in, in charge than women. Those, those issues yeah, definitely no, happen. But it's been my experience that I have been predominantly been bossed by females over uh over males agreed but one thing i do find is that my female boss's boss is usually the head guy and it's a it's a it's always a man mm. see my you know i usually have for the most part i've had a female boss and then her boss is the guy i've never had it yeah I have to think whenever about i've that. had a female boss their higher up is a guy it's just wrong frank it's just wrong. I know. It's an unfair um, world so far. Also, the aide who accused Governor Cuomo of groping her filed a criminal complaint today. Okay, so good. It's so going to be, be handled to, in court. It's going well. It's going to be up to the Albany, uh, the prosecutors up there, if they uh, want to move because it's just a complaint. If they want to actually bring charges uh, against him, so this could. We talked. We just update last time it was all civil they said it was all civil uh this is the first like here's a criminal uh here's a criminal complaint so what's the di what does a complaint do as opposed to a charge it goes then to the prosecutor it goes to the the prosecutors and they have to decide if they have enough evidence to file charges and then it would go to trial all righty he would be arrested basically yeah so that could be happening and supposedly he was basically hiding today i saw one tweet come from him and it was about it's not hiding right i mean he's been a he had this big speech two days ago i mean how's that hiding well was he out the, there every day yes he's the governor oh, right. of new york state was he out there every day he's only every running one of the largest day. states in the union yeah yes. you heard from him every single day every day whether you hear from him or not he's still out there doing stuff i try not to listen to i know I, I, I understand i believe it i believe it but he he was not out today but he did send out his lawyers and they basically had this big uh you know all the women are lying uh Press so he, he so. made it to Friday, though. You said last episode that Friday would be the day yeah. that he would be, if he's not ousted by Friday, then he's got a chance. He's got a chance. I, I right. he got a chance now. He, he did these two days. He's got a chance now. Now, if she files criminal complaints and he gets arrested, that's a different story. You know, I don't know if there's really enough there because, again, Latita James, who's the attorney general, when she put everything out, she said, this is all civil. There's no criminal, uh, there's no nothing criminal in this. It's all civil. It's all between people.
Right. Um, so I don't know. It's it's up to the people up in uh, in Albany if they see fit, if they feel like there's enough evidence to arrest him. They think they could win a trial here. Then that's a whole different story. Here's the other thing too: if more stuff comes out, that's always a key element to these things. If more people come out, he ain't gonna last that. I don't think he's gonna last that. But I I haven't heard any new people popping up. This person who's filed a criminal complaint was included in the. She was one of the original eleven that were in the uh, the the complaint from the attorney general. So, right. Uh, see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Uh, Chris Cuomo. This this is something that I need to bring up. His in laws, meaning his uh, wife's parents, wife's parents, uh, Rainer and Regina Grieven. Great name. I like the name Rainer. It might be Rainier. Rainier. Maybe it is. Like the mount? Sure. Uh, Chris Cuomo's father and mother-in-law attended a fundraiser for Congressman Lee Zeldin. That's the Long Island Republican. Uh, That's that, right. The guy had the flags. Yep. He is mounting a campaign to run for governor of New York State, Lee Zeldin. And... Chris Cuomo's mother and father-in-law attended a fundraiser for him. Hey, everybody's entitled to back who they want to back. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's rough. That's a rough. It's kind of rough, but you know what? If they don't, you know, uh, maybe they they might be close with that guy too. Who the hell knows? I don't know, man. If my in-laws, if I was running for something and my in-laws went to the other guy's fundraiser. I mean, if I, I don't know. This would <laughs> be like rough. this. This would be like, yeah. This would be like your in-laws going. You know who's got a good show? Is that Sean Atwood on YouTube? He's great. <laughs> be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've never seen like, it, but I'm sure it's good. Sure, he does a nice job. But can, how about a little fucking? You know, you got some people in the business here. Throw a and little they, our way. They throw money at at Sean Atwood's <laughs> thing, and we're sitting here like, hey, <laughs> what about, we, we do a good th- show. We have a thing. A <laughs> we, do, we do something. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, this is fucked up. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe they're not as close. Well, it's not really, it wouldn't be mine. It would be my brother. If my brother, if Millhouse were running and my in-laws went to a thing again for the other guy, wouldn't be for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like, right. obviously you can do whatever you want, but I feel like you got to kind of like, let like, yeah. Do you have to attend like the to go there? Send money. <laughs> Yeah, you want to send money, send money. You have to go vote, for vote for him for, for sure. Fine, but let's kind of you know, it's kind of a slap in the wherever slap in the face, right? Slap in the face. Um, it's very nice. I guess. Um, I guess. Uh, I guess they weren't bullying around mom and dad in law. That's the thing. They've been bullying around everybody. These Cuomo's. You know what else they said too? That the women of CNN. This is some sexist shit. There's CNN is the only network that doesn't have a woman in prime time. That's fucked up. Hmm. And that the women of CNN have not really spoken about the Governor Cuomo situation. Fox News, believe it or not, like that's that's what we got to go with. It's a, it's a, I, I, it's hypocritical, but I always do like when one of them nudges the other, like when CNN investigates Fox. Oh, they and Fox, all, yeah, they like ticking each other over. They always Fox do that. News like did a 
did a like a report they ran a report on everything that was said i guess they just record the other channels and run transcripts just to see what was out there could you imagine being an intern at one of these media companies no. how miserable that must be no because everything you do you probably everything you do you're probably going i can't write this as you're writing it you know no, but not only that it's like here's 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 two days worth of transcripts for cnn go through that and see how many times they mentioned governor cuomo like that's mm. miserable that's a miserable existence some people like to read all that crap mm, i don't know that is miserable though um and they were saying that the women the women anchors throughout the day that whatever they're they're not really even talking about this which is again such hypocritical bullshit if that's true i haven't watched it so i don't know i mean it, that's what that's what fox news is reporting and i believe everything uh, everything they say is is, is, lo is gold well i mean i feel in this case though i could put credence to this they have to they have to be accurate because if they're not then cnn's gonna fire back with a, another fucking report and you said gonna... they have to be accurate come on yeah when do they, they ever care about having to be accurate when they're fighting against their competitors i feel like they they got to get it right fake news <laughs> speaking of which facebook helped governor cuomo really um yes a top communications manager at facebook helped governor cuomo fight sexual misconduct allegations including helping leak a confidential file about accuser lindsey boylan and by participating in regular discussions about Cuomo's communication strategy, according to the New York Attorney General's investigation. Danny Lever, who had worked in Cuomo's press operations since 2014, but left in August of 2020 to join Facebook as communications manager, played a key role in Cuomo's communication strategy, even while working for Facebook, according to the investigation released Tuesday. So it's good to see Facebook getting dragged through the mud on this one as well wow. yeah wait how did they, i don't understand how they helped him i must have not heard it right but they took part in the discussions and they leaked a confidential file about lindsey boylan why would they have take part in the, in the discussions because they went back because when because in the last six months or four months or whatever since this investigation's been happening while the uh, the new york state attorney general has been investigating cuomo cuomo chris cuomo and a whole team of people have been plotting on how they were going to handle all of this coming out and what they were going to say about these women and how everything was untrue and they can't be trusted and all this stuff and making that video and that we talked about last episode, all of that stuff is all premeditated. It was all put together by this team, which included Chris Cuomo, which by the way, CNN told him like, we don't think this is great. Why don't you take a leave of absence? And he said, I'm not taking a leave of absence. Instead, I'll just not talk about my brother when it's gigantic news. They gotta be so pissed at him. They have to be pissed at him. I can't imagine. Yeah, they'd have to be. Right? I mean, his own father-in-law is giving money to Lee Zeldin. I feel like Chris Cuomo is in a lonely spot right now. I mean, he, Chris Cuomo is probably praying for the day that this is all behind. And he's like, so he can get back to his life. Because when, when you're, if you're the, if your family is the topic of, of you know, of a, the major news story, what do you do? You have to talk about it. Or you, you have one of two choices. Either you talk about it and you just be as impartial as you can be. Or what? Or you you leave the news? How could that be the option? Well, it depends. All right. So 
This is a great story. Uh, I went through this personally. Remember Anthony Weiner? Sure. He was a, what was, I don't even know what he was, a state assembly person or city assembly Something person? Like I forget what he was, local politician. And all this stuff comes out about him and all that stuff. I, I mean, I had a field day with this guy. And this was on the air here in New York. And I dragged this guy every day. It was the story. It was like for three weeks, four weeks. It was a huge thing, right? Then I get invited to do this charity uh, dinner fundraiser thing. And they're like, do you want to talk to some of the chefs? And I was like, always. I always, I love chefs. They're all interesting to me. You know, like you think about Bourdain and all these guys. I had the pleasure of interviewing Eric Repair, who was one of the best chefs in the world. It was thrilling. So I'm like, yes, give me as many chefs as you can. The first name they gave me on the list is Jason Wiener, who is Anthony Wiener's brother. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, what do you do here? So now I'm like, I don't know, do I talk about this? So anyway, I wound up, I had a little rap with the guy before we did the show, and I never talked about anything with his brother. And you want to know why? Because he was just, I mean, I think we broached the subject a little bit. He was just a guy who liked to cook. And he was running his own life, and he had his own restaurant, and he wanted nothing to do with his piece of shit brother. You know what I mean? And it was evident in, in all our conversations. Right. And I think I said to him, like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like, how are you doing with all this stuff with your brother? And he goes, it is what it is. He goes, I try and stay away from him. And, you know, I'm like, I'm just doing my thing. And I talked to him more, and we had long conversations, and then we had the thing on the air. And I never, like, what are you going to do? You leave the guy alone. He didn't have anything to do with it. You know, he didn't help him, or. Him being a chef, did he ever make a recipe called the Carlos Spicy Wiener? Because <laughs> that would have been perfect. That you know, that, perfect. that was the name he went under. That was his. Anthony Wiener, in one of the exchanges, was, it was asking whoever he was talking to to call him Carlos Spicy Wiener. Is that right? I, don't, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, his brother Jason's a hell of a fucking, like, cook his ass off. Like, and he's got a really great place in the Hamptons. I have so many questions for chefs. Every t you know, I would love to interview the, the, the biggest chefs and whatever, because there's so many things. I, I love all the cooking shows. Yeah. My wife and I literally just got into, like this week, just got into Top Chef. We never watched it. And we're on season two now. We're binging it. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, every, I'm sorry, but everything Gordon Ramsay does, all his shows are good. Gordon Ramsay's incredibly entertaining. Yeah. Incredibly entertaining. Uncharted, I, great. I feel like outside of actors, musicians, comedians, but those are people who all perform for people. Outside of those people, chefs are the most interesting people to, to talk about. Yeah. Because they are in such insane condition. Like, have you ever been in a kitchen, like a real it's it's chaos but it's organized chaos mm -hmm. it's something coming in from the outside you have no idea what's going on but the the guy in charge the head chef he knows everything everybody's doing yeah and he has to he has to time everything it's insane it's crazy to be that focused for that many hours i uh... i did uh i, I you know it's funny because so for a while we were doing a lot of chefs on the show and I did one chef, high profile chef, not nationally known, but known in New York, big, big deal chef. So I go in her kitchen and it is quiet. Now usually there's like music or there's just yelling and this it's 
it's always hot and the fans are on and it's you know commercial fans like getting all the exhaust you know oh yeah and i go in and outside of the fans it there's nothing and i said to the mater d i go why is it so quiet and he was like oh she requires a quiet kitchen and i was like that doesn't make any sense every i time have I, to leave <laughs> yeah, every every time you see a, a cooking show it's communication you got to be talking yelling at times and i got this ready are you ready to go with there that? was Where's there the was table this table that there was a little bit but it was it was no chatter no outs no no chatter besides the work related stuff yeah that's weird to me it was in a weird. kitchen. I said I was like, I gotta leave. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do something wrong and she's gonna get pissed and kick me out of here. I can't be start, here. Start, hey, what are you cooking? <laughs> hey. <laughs> how's it going? But they're great. The and floor? I'll tell you what, the fucking barbecue chefs are even more psychotic because these fuckers are they're like, I'm gonna smoke this for thirty three and a half hours. It's gotta it can't go above two hundred degrees because it'll fuck everything up. So I gotta make sure I gotta sit here and make sure these wood logs are. Oh God, they're crazy. Yeah, no, they go nuts. Smokers. Then you got like, uh, what was it? You got all these. There's always these niche people, these chefs that have their own. You know, this is my sauce. I have to bring it. It's gotta be exact. But I don't. I don't understand. Like, I have so many questions. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to ask chefs that we could get some chefs on. I'm still close with it, with a Let's bunch of them. Let's get some chefs. If you if that's what you want, uh, we'll get some chefs on. They're they're fascinating. They're all. Fa I mean, think about it. Like, if I said to you, "Hey, do you want a job where it's 900 degrees and you have to stand for 10 hours from five o'clock to two o'clock in the morning?" You'd be like, "No, that sounds horrific." Yeah, kiss my ass. Yeah, and that's basically what most of them do. Uh, and I feel like they're wearing the worst things they could wear. Like, they're wearing white, which shows everything. Yeah. Whatever you drop on yourself or wipe on yourself. And they're, like, heavy. Is it me, or are those things, like, not as light as they should be? Yeah, they look they look weird. The pants are all weird, too. The pant, They wear, like, always, like, these pajama-type pants. It's very strange. I mean, I understand things splash. You don't want to get burnt, you know, whatever. But I feel like t-shirt maybe or like try to wear the lightest thing you can because it's yeah. a million degrees in there yeah yeah you can't have like the ac in there try being in there with a, with cameras and microphones <laughs> it's like crazy yeah no it's not an easy job it is crazy did you ever and I, this is for everybody if you really want to read a fantastic book anthony bourdain's kitchen confidential the book that put him on the map did you ever read it no and Frank, it's a must read. It, like it, like usually there's a lot of hype around books, and some of it's bullshit sometimes because you're just trying to sell books. That book is so brutally honest on what a chef's life is. You know, like he was holding back no punches and talking about everything: drug use and working conditions, and you know, philosophies and their methods. And it's so fucking fascinating. Like it is so good. Like there'll never be another book like that book. It just came at the right time. People were hungry for information on chefs. He was brutally honest and had a nice way of writing about him. It yeah, is so, yeah. it's so good. I feel like he, Gordon Ramsay, all that kind of stuff, they kind of like this chef renaissance. Like, because yeah. 20 years ago, nobody, you know, chefs were, all right, you're designated to the food channel and that's pretty much it. Yeah. But now they're everywhere and everybody's so fascinated. They got a million shows, they're all over the place. And it's like chefs are the new, like they're like rock stars now. 
total rock stars. But did I tell you the story? I did I tell you the story about the meat guy? Who's the meat guy? What's his name? Um, I can't think of it. But I did this. I did this grilling event. It actually just came up in my memories not that long ago. And uh, I was there with the restaurant impossible guy. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, I don't know. It, um, he's like wait you're glitching hold on uh, all right try again good now sounds okay but your, your picture's right. frozen but well, my face even i can a little bit more hands with these glitchity glitch face all right nope got nothing there so yeah chefs are great you did an event with one that you're trying to remember but uh, I have a bunch of questions I would like to ask. Like, for example, one question I would ask is microwaves. Is, if you see a microwave in a professional kitchen, is that a sign that it's a bad kitchen? Or is there a professional use for the microwave? No. There's zero use for the microwave. Defrosting, that is a bad sign. Yeah, no. No microwave ever. Like, what if they have like a popcorn thing on there? <laughs> on their no. menu no because they'll literally just throw it in the pan with some hot oil and pop it themselves not go everywhere mm. if you have like what's it called like uh eh, maybe i guess so yeah i'm trying to think if if so you think that there's zero use for a microwave in a professional kitchen like you can't defrost something stocks or soups or something probably not and then no. you throw it in the pot not at all. Not at all. Robert Irvine. Okay. So I did this event with Robert Irvine and we judged, I'm trying to find the picture of us because the guy is more important. Anyway, the, the point of the story is we're, we're judging this thing and Robert Irvine's there and everybody, like he's the big draw, right? So all the people that are there to eat, they're all there to see, they're all like making a big deal over Robert Irvine. But there's also 40 chefs that some big name chefs cooking in this competition and they're all kissing the ass of the fucking meat guy. I can't think of his name right now, but there's a famous meat guy, Pat. It'll come to me. Anyway, they're all treating this guy like he, like they're all like, who cares about Robert Irvine? Like this guy, because they all want to get the good meat. It's like, a, he's like a distributor, like a meat. He's just, yes. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. I've heard of a, you know, oh, people clamoring like, over a meat distributor. He's like the meat guy. Okay. He, he, and he you gets mentioned. Like, he gets like the meat for uh, Pat LaFrieda. Never heard of him. Sounds awesome, though. Yeah. Pat LaFrieda meat purveyors. He provides like the meat for everybody in, in like the New York area. So they're all kissing his ass. <laughs> I've never seen anything like He's got to have good stuff. Yeah. I even, I even like kind of like said to Robert, I'm like, they really like this guy. He's like, oh, he's very important. <laughs> you don't get from him. You're getting crap. You're getting shit. Yeah, you get the shit product. And they all, so they were all like, hey, Pat. Wow. Like, I don't get it. Though. You're like a, he's like, yeah, no. Yeah, you get some bad meat sometimes. That, that that dude must give you the top of the top of the line. Good prices. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the whole thing. Prices, the price, because you're not, you know, you, it, the, your meat is everything. You want to hear the grossest meat story I have? Um. Yes, I do. Okay. And I was working as a butcher. This was 20 years ago, give or take. Um, we had the bone, the bandsaw, it's called, because it's literally 
a saw. It's a huge, like, picture a giant rubber band, but it's a saw. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it just spins, and that's how you cut the bones, you know, if you're cutting big steaks or something, or something frozen, you know, you just use the bandsaw. And this guy was cutting, he had a huge loin of pork on the bone, so he was making pork chops, cutting them up into individual pork chops. He gets to the middle of this thing, and he hits a tumor. In so the meat? In the meat. We didn't, you know, how do you know it's in there? until you cut into so he's going he's going he's making and then he gets to this fucking cancer riddled ball this tumor and i gotta tell you two things one the smell was so gross oh really when he hit when he hit that thing the smell that just immediately that's number one number two it was like he hit a pocket of melted cheese because the whole bandsaw and everything around it was just covered in whatever the hell was in this tumor. It was just everywhere, all along the bandsaw. It was just like it was uh. like it was like a water balloon full of regatta, just exploded all over. Oh and it God! Was, we had to we had to shut the whole area down for the day, like and do a deep bleach clean everything. We had to rip the machine apart. It was like a we it put it took us down for like two hours because we had to do this huge deep clean it was disgusting and you don't know what's in there that was the only time i've ever seen it you know i, I worked for them for eight and a half years and i've only seen that once you hit it too he just hit it and right in the middle and you don't know it's there it's not like they're x-raying everything and there it was boom that was gross that is super disgusting i didn't even know that that something like that could even happen yeah i mean uh, animals they did they get these things just like any any living thing and it just happened to be in this port in this big long loin of pork with the bone and, and it just, it just went everywhere it was so gross yeah the fact that it had a smell to it too is disgusting yeah no it wasn't great it was not a great moment do you do you ever do you remember smells Oh yeah, smells. They say smells are the, like the thing that brings you back more than, more than most other senses. Like if you see something from your childhood, or, or if you hear a, a familiar noise, if you smell a familiar smell, not just childhood, but whenever you're, you know, the past, you, you, it brings you right back. Smells are the biggest memory. It brings you back easily. I gotta tell you the smell story. There's this is I found the picture of the event. There I am. With a creepy old man, and is that the guy that that created Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> and that's there's Robert Irvine. Oh, okay. And the guy in the blue, that's Pat Lafrida. He's the guy everybody. Was, man. So we're at this huge table eating food, and everybody's going over to Pat to talk to him, and Robert's sitting there like the ugly girl at the prom. Yeah, I'd be hanging with Rob Lafrida. I'd be like, dude, give him the attention because now he's the only one. You're, he's gonna glom onto you. Yeah, because you're the only one. You're the only one dancing with him at the at the prom. So this is a gross story. I've told this before, but when I I put uh, I, when I was in college, I worked uh, at the airport at JFK Airport uh, for British Airways in the cargo uh, thing, and so somebody was shipping shrimp. Across shrimp. The... Yeah. Oh, you're glitching out. Uh, I know. All day I'm buying and there's a shot in the shit. 
Yeah. A big, uh, big meat or airlines are uh, shutting you down here. I know. Big, big meat. <laughs> big meat. Um, but you did. You worked for their, uh, what's the British Airways, you said? British Airways. Yeah. All right. You're back. God. This actually, I'm actually enjoying this more because watching you struggle to come up and fill this time. I can fill great. it. I just had no desire to at that moment. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, it was really interesting, though. We used to have this guy who used to go and uh, go clamming oysters, and he would ship stuff over there for, to a restaurant every, like, Friday, and he, we'd have to get his stuff, like, right in. It was always interesting. But anyway, not him. Somebody else, they were shipping shrimp for whatever reason. Unhand. Glitched. As soon as you said shrimp, it glitched again. Every time you say shrimp, for some reason, it blocks you out this guy doesn't want you to talk bad about him i don't know what to tell you. now no nothing returning i slept right, with your I cousin once i always want oh yeah she said it was very disappointing shut up anyway they were sending you know what mm -hmm. and something fell through and somebody didn't pay so it never got on the plane so they put it out on the tarmac and then it got stuck in this whole agricultural whatever thing it was there for two weeks oh in the summer oh do you know what that's i can still remember that smell it was the most horrific smell ever oh it's got to smell like just raw garbage smell just that 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 low tide seafood grossness ah awful absolutely did, awful did you have to dispose of it or how did they what did they do it just i mean it just sat and, and and it's still out there to this day every day it like its radius grew and <laughs> like the stench of it yeah it was awful <laughs> It was absolutely awful. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, President Trump. This two things with him. Second thing is better. First thing I found interesting, he criticized the U.S. women's soccer team and called them too woke. And that's why, why they finished in third and didn't win at the Olympics. What the hell does that have to do with where they placed in the Olympics? This is classic President Trump. I don't think he knows what woke means. This is what he said. If our soccer team headed by a radical group of leftist maniacs. Oh, my God. Wasn't <laughs> the soccer woke, team, you asshole. They would have won the gold medal instead of the bronze. Woke means you lose everything. That is woke goes bad. And our soccer team certainly has. I told you you didn't know what it meant. Uh, they should replace the wokesters with patriots and start winning again what the hell is he talking he's gone that's just the that's the ramblings of a, a crazy person is what does it? that even we were, mean we were what does that have medals. to do with soccer we were winning we were winning soccer when he was the president that's all i have to say were we yes okay how'd we do four years ago you have I, no idea i have no idea <laughs> okay <laughs> all right this is the best this is wonderful, this next story, because it's classic. It's it's right up there with anything and everything he does. But classic ahead. Trump. Yeah. Uh, President Trump is introducing uh, his supporters to Trump cards. 
Yeah. This is a membership card. Membership to what? Nothing. To the Trump fan club. And what does it get you? You're not a patriot. Nothing. Because if you were interested in saving this country, you would want you'd want to get you one know, of these cards. Well, you know what it does? It puts forty five bucks into his pocket and gives you a piece of plastic. That means nothing. <laughs> That's what it does. It's forty five dollars for that card. Why are you so mean? Why can't you support America? America I support. This guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to show a picture of the card. Yeah, I mean, that's the best part of it. No, best I'm part of this, it's classic. I mean, if you were, there's two major things about this card, or three, I'd say. One, it looks vaguely, and and this has nothing to do with politics, but just the look of the card, looks vaguely Nazi-ish. That, that no, you're crazy. That's... Doesn't look at that that eagle. Look, Look at the eagle. Look I'm going to start calling color. you Rachel Maddow. Okay. I'm telling you. Look at it. You're crazy. You're an idiot. I... So, <laughs> wait, let me see. So, <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's on the screen right now. Sorry to people who are listening to the episode. I always say it's great to watch on YouTube. Uh, you can watch on Facebook too, but I do prefer YouTube if you don't have a preference. Uh, you can get the link and information over at anthonyonair.com. And don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell. I got it on the screen. No, but this is the Nazi thing next to it. All right, hold on. Wait a second, because I can't see you now. Hold on a second. There, big gun. There you go. I mean... <laughs> I, I'm just saying. And the red color just seems weird. I know that's it's Republican, but the best part about it... Forget the Nazi thing. If you don't... It's a, it's a, it's a comparison. I'm not saying that he or anybody who supports him is all right i listen i really wanted to hammer you for the nazi thing but it that that was close it was close all right uh and then if you look at the bottom left image on your screen uh-huh not only you know it's 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 laid out okay i guess but uh you know for four images you'd think they'd have someone maybe check for typos because when you're putting out an affic an fickle card <laughs> You want to make sure it's a hundred percent a fickle, because if it's not, people are going to complain. If you don't get that a fickle stamp of approval, what good is the card? I mean, are they going to accept this a fickle card at any of fickle Trump locations? I don't think you're getting into the a fickle Trump club unless you have the a fickle Trump card. Is that your a fickle stance on this? That's my fickle stance. All right, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'll say about that uh, so these it's are the just... trump cards on wednesday trump uh trump's pack sent out an email to supporters asking them to choose their favorite design this is so trump this is why i think this is why people love him i i will say this is what entertains me about him i know people get upset with him i know you're very angry but I, I am entertained by this man. I mean, this sure, is... Sure, it's a little entertaining, but he's taking advantage of people. This card gets you nothing, and it just gives him 45 bucks. All right, you could have it and say, look, I have a card that says Trump on it. If, that's, if you like that, good for you. Spend the 45 bucks. It's your own life. It's your own money. Spend it. You get to have a card. Great. But if it like gave you discounts, maybe he has a shop that with his merchandise. Well, he's not fucking Costco. What, what do you? He has. Oh, you can't stop it. 
The guy sells more shit than <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> you want hats, t-shirts, flags. You go to, you know, this guy, don't tell me he's not hawking merchandise. Maybe you get 5% off at his stores. Well, 5% no? cash back when he you gets up. You think, you know, hey, you buy this Trump card. As long as it's a fickle, you get to go to his, you go to his website and you get 5% off a hat if you want to buy one of his hats. That would have been good, no? Well, I mean, it's not it's not for discounts. It's to show that you love America. All right. What, where where do you show it? To who? Hey, guys, look, I have a Trump card. Good. I guess if some if a friend of ours pointed this up, I would slap it right out of their fucking hand. Oh, yeah. That being said, I'm buying you one. I want you to know you're getting several of these. Good. Okay? Keep, them, keep spending 45 bucks on it. It'll keep ending up in the garbage. I absolutely am going to do this. Go for it. You're gonna just waste forty five bucks. Go ahead. You're you're gonna wake up and find these things on your front on your front door. You want to spend on your car windshield. You want to spend that money? Go for it. For a goof? Hell yeah! I've spent more on on lesser goofs. Uh, so anyway, so the pack sent out a couple of emails on Wednesday asking supporters to get on board with carrying the cards, and then it asked them to uh, select. Which one would be the official card? A fickle. Oh, I'm sorry, a fickle. Uh, which, card, it has, which that one has my vote, by the way. The card you select will be carried by patriots all around the country. They will be a sign of your dedicated support to our movement to save America, and I'm putting my full trust in you. The Trump team sent a follow-up email. Sent a follow-up email. We're about to launch our official Trump fickle. cards. A fickle which will be reserved for President Trump's strongest supporters. They're reserved. We recently met with the president in his Florida office and showed him four designs. Originally, we were planning on releasing just one design, but President Trump saw the cards on his desk and he said, these are beautiful. We should let the American people decide. They always know best. But if they decide, how's he going to trust the results? The emails did not outline exactly what entitled one to carry a Trump card. See, I would question the results of that. You know, if they're voting, you, you can't trust these, you know, because what if it's rigged? What if it's all, if someone votes for this card, but that other card should have won? That's all I'm saying. How could you trust it is all I'm saying. I don't know. But I love this idea of he he saw the the the, the designs and thought, let the American, that's such a Trump Republican, they like let the people decide. They know what's best. They could make the decisions. Put them all they, out there, beautiful. But they couldn't make the decision six months ago, eight months ago. Sorry. Uh, they didn't the, trust them for that with that decision. The Trump cards, the latest fundraising merchandise in the email on July 26th, it also announced it was selling signed photos of President Trump for. See now that isn't forty-five dollars. That is actually, you know, if you're a Trump fan and you that you got an autograph, that's. I could see that as being a, you know, uh, a nostalgic thing, a keepsake. If you're a big fan, great. Just I just do not see the use for this. Like I understand the photo signed. Photo. Oh, see, I think the photos are worse. Why? No, it's like a thing. If you want to hang it up, whatever. If you're a big fan, I don't. I see that as a. That's something. That at least, you know, you could look at whatever you want. It's a. It's a piece of nostalgia, history. All right. Well, listen. Let's this bring in has nothing. Let's bring in President Trump's official graphic artist, and that's Jay Sabs. Jay What's Sabs up, Jay Sabs? In the hizzy. What's up? 
We're looking at the president. President Trump is releasing official Trump cards. A fickle. Frank is upset because they misspelled official in the bottom left hand corner. It says a fickle. Oh, I can't even see. You can't see the cards. Mm, I have to go way in. That's what she said. You really don't. It's the biggest. It's one of the bigger spelled words. Jason, are you getting a Trump card? Because I'm buying 10 at least for Frank over the next couple of months. You're going to spend 450 bucks. I sure am. Okay. Am I getting what? Are you going to get a Trump card? Are you going to buy an official licensed Trump card? For what reason? To carry it around. Because Patriots. I can't believe the two of you. I'll carry that around before I carry a vaccination card. (laughs) Kidding. I don't get get, like what's the purpose of carrying a card around. Right. To show that point. you love America and that you want to save it. Damn it. What does the card do, though? Like, it shows who, what? Shows you know what? Who. I'm going to get you two pro-Russia cards. Why don't I get you some China cards? Well, I am Russian, so. Oh. Sorry. Hold on. Let go. me write that down. <laughs> Send that over to my friend. You are American, damn it. In the government. Yeah, I don't know. This is strange, uh, but I feel like they're going to sell the shit out of these things. I, I don't oh, know. Of I course they are. I feel like a lot of people are going to buy these. I, now, now going back to this, we just said that they're also selling autographed pictures of him for $45. I, Frank said that that's better. I think that that's worse. I think, uh, that I think it's better. You yeah, think that's better, fan, too? If you're yeah, a fan of his, it makes sense. Because, like, like, where do you think you would even have to show this card? I don't get Thank it. Thank you. See, now, I was suggesting, like, if you... Wanted to buy his merchandise off of his website. This card should give you like a five percent discount or something. But it doesn't. It's do not that. about Costco savings. It's a. Uh, it's showing your patriotic love so for America. So the hats and the banners. That's not enough. This little card is going to do it. Well, we already sold a lot of the banners. So I don't get it. I'm sorry. Exactly. Thank you, Jsabs. I know Anthony doesn't get it either. He's just being a dick. <laughs> He's like, maybe, maybe they'll finally agree on something. I'll shut up. <laughs> I'm. A, you guys are lined up on that side, so I'm gonna go over here for a little while and see how this works. He's like, I completely yeah. agree, but you know what? Fuck how do you How do you feel ratings. over there? Ratings. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I, 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 I think this is like a sad. Like this to me. Oh wait, hold on a minute. <clears throat> Say what you will about. If you like Trump, it go. It's fine with me. Uh, but. To me, this feels an awful lot like giving money to that preacher that has the $45 million house. Yeah. He's out there hawking the, uh, like, we need to. Like Joel Olstein? Like Joel Olstein. Right. Yeah. Like, he's a supposed billionaire, but he needs your 45 bucks. Like, people keep giving the. Just like the Catholic Church. These, just like the Catholic Church. Excellent point. Oh, we need money. We need money. But yet we have a totally different country in our another country. Yeah. <laughs> Sell some of that fucking marble you got lining up your walls and uh, you'll be all right. You'll feed the poor. But yeah, I, I agree. Like, but people keep giving money to these people. Yeah. I know. I mean, it doesn't you're not getting anything from this card. It doesn't do anything. It's just a it's a 10 cent piece of plastic that gives $45 to what to Trump. That's all it does. I am just annoyed by anybody who has an overly large passion for anything that doesn't end in a score. Like if you sports fans, I get if you have a passion for anything else outside of that, I'm I I have a sketchy opinion. It's weird. 
It's very strange. It's weird. Good. At least we're all agreed that this is a useless, weird thing. But, like, we all know people who are, like, diehard. And this whole Patriots thing, it's getting out of control. Well, so if you don't buy this funny. card, you're not a Patriot. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I know someone that I went to um, elementary school with who was a huge, huge Trump supporter. Used to post daily about him and, like, about the election and, you know, all these different things. And he's a patriot. He's a patriot. All of a sudden, he doesn't like Trump anymore. It's very weird. Like, it's. Did it's he give a reason? Like, I'd love to no, know. No, but you know what? I kind of. I'm so tempted when he posts these things on Instagram to be like, dude, why don't you. What's, what's with Trump now? What? You're not going to buy the Trump card? What's, what's the issue? I would love to hear I would, I really his would answer. I really want to know why. You got to ask really, him. I would love to know. Yeah. I really want to know why. Are you close enough that you could ask him? I mean, like, not really. Because <sighs> so obviously, like, you know, recently he he keeps posting about he's a he's a big. Um, I never wore a mask. I never got kicked out of a store. What do you think that some little 17 year old kid in Stop and Shop is going to, you know, not let me in the store? And I was like, well, couldn't they? Uh, couldn't they? Couldn't they just say yeah. you can't come in? Like. Yeah, and if they if he pushes his way in, they call the cops. That's all. Or if he was already in the store and took off his mask. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't know because I've never I was never in a situation where where I saw anyone like refuse to put it on and then like not leave. I, I don't know. That. I, I haven't. In, I was in a store. Someone that wasn't wearing a mask. This was in the middle of it all, um, and he wasn't wearing a mask, and everybody was, and he just got ripped up by some guy just started yelling at him why aren't you wearing like you know, an employee or someone else no work? just an, another oh. customer um was like you got you know and the guy was like oh i can't breathe with it on it's like are you fucking kidding me you can't breathe with a piece of paper over your you know it's like just that well, he, he always, it was a shouting match. He, it was if great. he doesn't post about it three times a week how he's never worn a mask and um no one ever like said anything to him about it if it's the more than if it's not three, it's more. Like this is this is what he writes every week. But now it was like he deleted his account for a bit, or else or not deleted. Oh, he he got, got banned. banned. And then when he came back, no more Trump. Wow. And I just wonder why. I I I'm very tempted to be like, what happened? What I would happened? love to know why he he's toned it down or or doesn't support him anymore. Whatever the answer is, I don't know what it is. But he still thinks because he does. He does still say that the election um, was rigged and like there was a lot of loopholes. But he, but he is not for Trump anymore, which I, I really do. I am very curious why. He's not but the president anymore. I don't back know. to what I <laughs> back to my point is: if he did still like him, he would definitely be one of these people to buy this card. For what reason? I don't know. I mean, we were promised a social media site, and we get a card. I wonder, though, to, to Janine's point, if the card, the election stuff, like all these things, like you start to look at all the things that didn't happen or start to go into the, like the things that are just flat out, like money grabs, if that's the thing that like turns people off to, to him. So I'm dying well, no, to know what it was. He does, agree. he does agree that the election was rigged. 
-hmm. like he does say that so obviously that's what trump said but he now he's against him but still says it's rigged i wonder what made him change his mind on trump what did he do that that made him you know maybe it was the cards could have been the cards (laughs) could have been the cards who knows i mean if it's not a fickle you can't you can't put your trust in these cards if they're not a fickle that's all i'm saying Mm. You're an asshole. You got to make sure that stamps on there. All right. Uh, speaking of the election, let's move on to the my pillow guy. We're coming up on the. Um, Can we take this card down? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa. We're hey. coming up. We're coming up on the. Oh, my hair's very beachy. Sorry. This. Uh, would you go to the beach today? Yes. Nice. I love that. <laughs> just, my hair's very beachy. Would you go to the beach today? <laughs> <laughs> no, she went to the moon. That was an idiot thing to say. Uh, the my pillow guy, he's back in the news. Wait, let me interject here. That actually isn't a dumb thing to say because there is it's not. A spray, I'm just making fun of him. There is a spray <laughs> called beach waves. So if you put it in your hair, your hair does become beachy was without it, going to the beach. Was oh. it put out by Cosmo Kramer? No. <laughs> the beach. Oh, God. But you could have gone to the pool. I mean, that's true too. Then it would yeah. be very pooly. It, it yeah. would be. It would be. Oh, God. Um, I, I, I just shit on Anderson Cooper to start the show, but I'll give him credit for this. This is an actual in-depth report. CNN did a report, <clears throat> and they interviewed the MyPillow guy. And they went to the districts where he said oh that the election was stolen. Mm-hmm. And one of them in particular was, I want to say, like, Ohio or something. I don't fucking know. But what I found interesting is they went to the one of the one of the places where he said that the, there was votes stolen from Trump. Trump won the thing. Oh. And so they went there and they interviewed the people like the 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 uh, legislature and all this stuff. And they went to the people. They showed them the machines and they're like, these machines are not connected to the Internet. Now, there was a thing that said that there was, we talked about it a while ago, so that's like up for debate or whatever it is. But they showed like the process and the woman basically said like, we went through and then we counted everything to make, like we hand counted to back up the computer count. And she's like, everything matched up identically. And so they told Lindell that, and he was like, well, they don't even know what happened to them. Like, it was, of course. I was yeah. like, I don't believe it. I don't believe the, it. Yeah. Unless he physically, unless there's a camera on him and he's physically hand counting them himself, he'll never believe it. It's like, it's like flat earth. Unless people see it for themselves, they're just always going to believe flat earth. Well, they also, so then they, they also took the, because he released some metadata. And they sent it to 19, 19 uh, election, uh, you know, computer expert people, you know, all of them said, this is just basic, simple data. Like, that's all this, this really is. So Lindell is now offering $5 million oh, to the person who can prove him wrong. So he's inviting people to the symposium if you think he's wrong and you can prove it to him, he's going to give $5 million. I mean, that's See, not the, a bad idea. It's not a bad idea, but he's not going to accept whatever proof you show him. If you show him the numbers, you show him sworn testimony from every counter in every state. Oh, they don't know what they're doing. That's not proof. What proof is he going to accept? I don't know. 
right? He's he's not going to accept whatever you put in front of him. It's going to be well, that's flawed or that. Do you want to hear some fake. of this? What yeah. is it? Yeah. Precisely 3,215 Trump votes and turned them into Biden votes. The Republican County Clerk Nancy Perzraki finds the allegation laughable for one main reason. It is never connected to the internet. Never. Never connected to the internet at all, whatsoever. Not only are they not connected to the internet, the votes are cast by hand on paper. Voters scan their ballots into this Dominion scanning machine where two digital storage cards keep a tally. The paper ballot goes right into this bin under lock and seal. And that container is sealed. And just to check that everything went okay, they conduct audits comparing the ballots to the results on the computer. And in 2020, it was an exact match. We audited three different precincts and they matched exactly, so. so what would you say to somebody who made a documentary that among many counties accused your county of being the victim of a of a Chinese hack that changed the vote counts. I would say that didn't happen in Delta County. A Republican-led Michigan State Senate investigation found out it didn't happen anywhere. No evidence of widespread or systematic fraud. I don't think you really understand how I votes won't are cast, collected, and tabulated in this country. Okay, they, you, you know what? I do. But what you don't understand is they can get, after they're tabulated, they can get hacked after the fact, which they were, because Donald Trump was going to win anyway. Donald Trump cast, was going to win anyway. The paper ballots You didn't do an audit to match them up. Though. Were audited against the machine No, they weren't. Count. No, they weren't. In these counties, no, they, they were. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Who told you that? The county officials Oh, who did they did tell it. you that? Well, they're going to have some answering to do. No matter who says there was no widespread fraud in the election, whether it's local election officials, secretaries of state, judges, or even Donald Trump's own attorney general, Mike Lindell's conclusion is the same. They are all wrong. All these county officials are lying. I don't know. They might be misconstrued. We'll say misconstrued because they don't realize what happened. Lindell says his information comes from multiple sources, all of them super secret. He claims he spent millions on the project and also claims he will give $5 million to anyone who proves him wrong. Mike, you can, you can make up anything. Who can? No, you can't. You, this you, is where, you are, no, this you is where, just going to have no, no, a no, demonstration. No, 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 no. This is where you're wrong. We're giving it to all the, we're giving it to the cyber people that show up. We're going to give them each state. Here's a state, Georgia. They can take it How apart. You could possibly be the victim of a scam here. Well, then why don't you come to the symposium and make $5 million? Are you worried about me? We should give a hug. You're worried about whole money. I feel like somebody called him and was like, you think your warranty's out? Also, the election was stolen. Oh, I have some wow. evidence. Warranty? I got I to get on top of my warranty because it's running out. It's like, no, that's a scam. And so is this. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, he just you can literally say anything. And he doesn't believe and it. Say, I could say the plastic bag behind me is yellow even though it's white. And everybody will say, I'll say, prove me wrong. You can't prove me wrong. And someone will say, show me a yellow bag, compare it to this, and I'll go, no, that's wrong. I see it as yellow, so that, that can't be right. And no matter what, I could just keep fighting and fighting and fighting, and it's my opinion at the end of the day, and I don't have to pay off anybody. That's, that's how this is. Wow. He's not going to believe any of it. I agree. I I want, we have to see how he gets himself out of this now because he's putting yeah. up $5 million. I what? feel like you know you know that guy who's on TikTok who just does all the simple things and then goes like this. He just 
Yeah. I got, we got to get that guy there. That's what we got to get yeah. there. Imagine they already asked him. That'd be but, the best. Yeah. That would, that be, would be the best ever. But I, I don't understand what he will accept as evidence because there's nothing yet. He, you could go to, through every county and audit it and, and go through every everything matched up perfectly. We went through everything. Nope. I won't accept that. Which Why? Trump card do you think? Because it's not the answer think... you want. Which trump card do you think he's going to get? Uh, if he gets one, it's got to be a fickle. It does. Oh, God. Um, let's go back to shitting on CNN. That's where I like to be. That's where I'm cool. more comfortable. Uh -oh. Three CNN employees fired for going to a company office without being vaccinated. The, media's, uh, the media firm's CEO said in a memo that was leaked yesterday... In it, Jeff Zucker warned the company that has a zero tolerance policy about allowing people back who haven't gotten uh, the life saving shots, according to Deadline, who released the leaked email. Thus far, we have left proof of vaccination to an honor system while we have asked for attestation. Maybe this is why people can't. Attestation? Why people mean? can attest to something? Oh. Uh, to your status via pass card, it has not been mandatory to produce a vaccine card, Zucker wrote. In the past week, we have been made aware of three employees who were coming to the office unvaccinated. All three have been terminated. Let me be clear. We have a zero tolerance policy on this. You need to be vaccinated to work in the field with other employees, regardless of whether you enter an office or not, period. We expect that in the weeks ahead, showing proof of vaccination may become a Formal part of the Warner Media pass card process. Regardless, our expectations remain in place. Are, I mean, are they going to get there? I feel like they're going to get the shit suit out of them. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, of course, I'm going to be the guy that says this, but it's their policy. It's a news organization. You're working around other people. You have to go by their. Their standards. That's what they. That's what they. I feel like imply. this is. I feel like this is going to be a Supreme Court. I feel like in the next Maybe. three months we're going to see a trillion lawsuits, and it's going to be a Supreme Court thing. It's going to be. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you can't go into certain places like your office, and like it might, you can't go into your office in the city. Like people, um, like our company sends us a thing if you're vaccinated. You get on, you know, you go on a list. You get, you can only come in a certain day. You violate that, you know. You can't just come and go as you right, please. Right, but what about? Wait, okay. you've been back to work, Frank? I have not. Oh, how come? How please, come? Because they don't want anybody work. in yet. Oh, I thought you. I thought you said your company really is doing work. this. No, I'm saying if your company does that. Oh. actually, some people in our. Uh, I, I haven't gone back, but people have gone into the office, like. People like IT people and stuff like that, but yeah, this is this is low-level work. workers don't come in, haven't come in yet. Beach Boys going on tour, should be great. <laughs> um, no, but here, let, let's say somebody actually their doctor told them you cannot take this vaccine; it may be life-threatening to you. Now what? They're shit out of a job. Yeah. No, you go to you tell your HR or whoever. Listen, can't get vaccinated. There's got to be something we can do. There's except there's got to be exceptions like that. If you physically can't get the vaccine, right? Well, it sounds like it sounds yeah. like zero but, tolerance. Sounds like no matter what, you can't. If you don't get it, that's it. That to me, that's what it sounds like. Even if it's medical. But not even that. Here's the thing, and here's here's where you're stuck here, Frank. Because I agree. But here's the thing: if 
there's such a thing called HIPAA. You have the right to privacy. So if you you can't, if I you say it's a medical it, reason, yes, you, you can. can't HIPAA, ask. HIPAA only protects doc. It's a doctor-patient confidentiality thing. So your doctor can't disclose things outside of, but you can to me. I can to you, but your doctor can't disclose your. But can my employer demand that I tell them? Like, because no. I thought you can't ask somebody if they're pregnant. Like that has nothing to do yeah. with HIPAA. Oh, there no, there's that's not HIPAA. That's just employment. That's like uh, I don't know. There, there's like an employee thing. I don't know. It's it's nothing to do with HIPAA. HIPAA what is what a medical does it? Thing. Like if, just if your company your company asking you a medical thing has nothing to do with HIPAA, but it has to do with employee it, it rights or something. It actually falls under discrimination. Right, it's something like that. But um, with this, I think there's pandemic, like special emergency things. Like, it's not like they're asking you, are you vaccinated from birth? You know, they're asking you, are you, is this pandemic? Are you vaccinated against this disease? That's a big deal right now. You know, it's not like they're asking you, are, you know, are you pregnant? Do you plan to become, you know, it's not, they're not asking. And I have been asked like that. that before. Which is, if you're I don't pregnant? think is right. I'm not sure how legal not that is. I don't if think I am. You're planning. Are you planning? Yeah, I don't know if that's. When are you planning? Are you planning on becoming pregnant again? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> three pregnancies in three years, two of yeah, them, that's... including summer. No. I Come thought on. you were going to set a record there for a little while. It's no. true. Yeah, that is. I it, it, for a while, I couldn't picture you not pregnant. That's what your brother said. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. He's like, you look weird to me. I was like, yeah. uh, thanks. Like, I, I Did didn't you know lose what he a meant. lot of weight. He's like, just maybe put something underneath your stomach or something. I was like, okay, well, underneath your shirt. Underneath Hold your this shirt. fruit basket, please. Yeah. I was like, okay. It's, it's um, obviously to me, I don't think it's right to um, mandate that your employee, that your, um, employees do that. Um, actually, I have a friend who is a nurse at um, a hospital over here. I almost said the hospital. And since it's a state hospital, I guess the new the mandate is that you have to get vaccinated. And she did not get it. Um, and she's going to go work someplace else. Um, wow. Because of this. Go. And it's she said it's upsetting because um, you know, and it's not just her, it's a whole bunch of nurses that she works with that are like, we don't want to get it yet. If, if we get it, we don't want to get it right now. And they obviously, again, feel pressured to get it. Now, they are still wearing a mask. So that's not different. She said it's, it's very upsetting to her. And I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think anyone should be mandated to, to take a shot i don't think anybody should be mandated either but i think people should do it i, I don't think they that's your opinion though like you know but what i, I mean like should. especially if you're working in the healthcare industry you're helping a lot of sick people and if you somehow have it and it's bad that's an especially tough one because you are you're probably around a lot more vulnerable people. Yeah. But for CNN, just, I mean, these are fuck these are camera people and and well, people out in the field. And, they're you know probably that are around crowds and things like that. They want their employees 
to not yeah, be responsible for doing anything that gets people. The sick. thing is, it's like for me, you take a risk every time you go out. Like, like, and no matter if you're a cameraman, like if you're in crowds and if you do things, like it shouldn't be any different because you're going to work. You know what I mean? Like, you're still gonna be you're still gonna be in crowds. Yeah, I, but- I just don't think that they should be. They should have them like make them get it because I I don't know I just think it's it's unfair it's not it's CNN I mean it's I mean it's just news they're not the only ones though I feel like this is going to be this is going to be everywhere it's, you think so I, I think we well we went from talking about you need to be vaccinated to go to the Foo Fighters concert to now you've lost a job for not being vaccinated yeah which I is mean, not fair what do you think. I, I don't I, I think this is I think it's, it's sad that we I, I it shouldn't have come to this here false information and 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 that's the big thing that's lots of thing. weird things I, I don't you know again but again I you know what if I, someone is just they're unsure about the effects of it like and that's their and that's their main concern yeah. That's, that's not fine. my main concern, but what if what if that's what they're? You could of? be unsure about it, but then you go to you ask the like. I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. That person is probably not a doctor. So they you go to the people who know what they're talking about, which is CDC and the people who created these things, and you re- and you look at it and you go, they are saying this is safe. It's if you see long term effects are usually noticed within the first six months of the creation of the of a vaccine. That's that's um, been the same for smallpox, for measles. Any long-term effects have been Im- almost immediate. What after. about big pox, Frank? Why don't we ever talk big about pox. big pox? But I'm saying, like, never that, gets the due diligence. Like, they're just they're just scared of what's going to happen to them in the future. And what if the doctor says, "I'm sorry, but I can't tell you that what's going to happen. I can't tell you that nothing's going to happen to you," because I, I have heard that. So it's like. Well, if you have underlying things, that's a different story. That's a completely different thing. But if you're perfectly healthy to get the the shot and you're worried about future uh, effects, side effects, just look at um, all the the, – go to the CDC's website. There are no – you know, they they tell you uh, vaccines, side effects are visible within the first six months – uh, of distributing and these things this thing has been around for almost uh, eight months now a year um, a year but what's so, a, what if something happens in a year like that's what if something happens in 10 thing. years what if something happens right. in 30 years well, i mean but, what if you see, get covid and and it's the worst thing ever and you're on a respirator i i go back to i go back to now my little revelation of we are worried now we are at the point where we are overly worrying about protecting people that do not want to be protected but that's that's the that's a wrong thing because look at for example the person that works in a, in a hospital that person doesn't get vaccinated and now they could be infecting other people your loved one is in the hospital know, with that person the, the latest it's information not about that, her. that we're learning is that is the vaccinated people can pass along we're just getting yes, less can. Of the symptoms but you we get, can still pass it you can pass it but yeah. you get it's not as severe as if you get if you're vaccinated but, and you right. get it you get a less your 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 immune system knocks it the right. hell down. So at the end of the day, but, everybody but that you, wants to be protected is protected, and the people that don't, then it's on them. But if sorry, you're sick, ahead, I'm sorry, God. Oops. If um if if you're vaccinated and you get it, yeah, you're gonna get lesser symptoms. So they right. say. Okay. But if you pass it to someone else, they can still have bad symptoms if they're not vaccinated. 
It doesn't right? matter. Like, yeah, if they're not vaccinated, they can get terrible, bad symptoms or death. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, even if you're, even if you're vaccinated, you could still spread the same virus load to another person. No, if you get it, it's knocked down significantly. No, so you're saying that when you pass it to someone else, it's going to be less. That's not how it works. If it, you pass it, if I if I got it and I'm vaccinated, and I give it to Anthony and he's vaccinated, we're going to be fine. But what if you give it to me? If I you're give it to you die. and you're not vaccinated, it's I don't know. You're it's probably dying. not good because I've I've read countless stories of people who were <sighs> who got COVID and they wish they were vaccinated because they get they they're saying you know uh, they didn't get it. They didn't get the vaccine. They get COVID, and now they're on a respirator. That's like ninety-seven percent of people who are in the hospitals with COVID haven't been vaccinated, and they oh. also have underlying conditions, are obese, and a whole Fine. bunch of other problems. Okay, but but the thing is, it's like it's not, it's not your fault if you gave it to them, and it's okay. Not, whose fault it is? It's their it's, fault. It's, it's right. their Stop. fault now. Last year it was different. Last year it was everybody should be checked one another. I feel like at this point now, it's on you. If you if you don't want to get it, great. But it's on you if you something yeah, good happens. Yeah, but it's not to gonna. It's we could. It, let's say a hundred percent of people in the country got vaccinated, then this virus would be such a small thing that nobody would care about it anymore. It wouldn't clog up the hospitals because not only is it you know your people are getting very sick and dying, but people are going to hospitals when they don't have to be, and it's clog and it's well, jamming up everything. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the healthcare because that's the number one reason why people go into the hospitals still to this day is because they don't have health insurance, so well, they just insurance. so yeah. they just go there just just to get yeah. checked out. But what I'm saying is, if you get COVID severely, you're going to a hospital and you're taking up space and and time from doctors and nurses that could be helping someone else, but they're helping you on something that you could have prevented. Mm, but here's the thing: What if that patient? What if they're trying to help someone who's an alcoholic? That's he could have prevented it too. But that's an addiction. That's a different thing. Well, it's also it's a disease too. It's a disease. But, it's but it's the an thing addiction. Is and or drug addict. It's no matter what. Like you, you can't help people who don't want to help themselves in that aspect. But that's the, that's the that's the thing. Look, 50. I'm I'm against people who are not getting it because they think that they have a chip in their shoulder or whatever this that's like to me that's just not Ridiculous. that's part of it they, that's but that's absolutely but, but part frank, of it i don't think that way i didn't say you did i know you do i know but that like i don't think that you know if you if you got this shot you you're going to be tracked or whatever like no, ridiculous like that. i just want to say bill gates appreciates your your thought process here me <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm just saying, Bill I, I know Gates, you don't think Soros, we agree with you. I know you don't mm. think that, but all the ingredients are in are listed. On yeah, but the yeah, but see, the thing is, I agree with you that people are not smart when they think this way, and if if that's the reason that they're not getting it, then I don't. I like I, to me, like I don't get that. But then again, I don't think like conspiracy theorist like. Right. And like in that aspect, like to me, that's just so foreign to me. But the thing, the thing is, too, like um, if you're a nurse and during flu season, if you don't get the flu shot, you do have to wear a mask. And the people who do get the flu shot, they don't have to wear one. But yet there's been reports of them getting the flu still 
and then giving it to other other people. Right. So it's like no, so. Wouldn't so, it have been better if they were vaccinated, but from the flu? But I'm. But they were. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's a lesser. You're not. You know. Well, if it's a different. Well, that's what it comes down to. Again, it's like if it's a different strain, then it really doesn't strain, matter. It's just weaker. It's a weaker strain. Yeah. It's the same thing. You get it. It's a flu. It's a flu. But you know, the the flu shot protects against three or four types of flu, the most common ones. And if you get the flu vaccine, um, then it helps. Do you get it? Lesser the effects. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm going to get it this, this year. Oh, you're all on board. Uh, well, here's the thing. Like, Sign me up, Doug. Here's the I'll thing. I'll get the flu vaccine. This I shot. hear you save 10% on the flu vaccine with a Trump card. So things are looking good for you, Frank, because you're going to have a bunch in your wallet come fall. Better believe that. If you're uh, going to spend what... 45 bucks a pop on them, go for it. Here's yeah, what we we're... don't have a vaccine for is this McDonald's juicy, delicious hamburger. Look at this thing. Wait, hold on one minute. Also, is it? It's not coincidental that this story that I'm about to read you is next to a story in the Post about a, the 600-pound life star who died at 30. That's Yikes. unintentional. Yikes! Um, but here's the story today: Ksenia Ovchinokova. Sure. I think she had uh, 40 goals for the Capitals this year. Um, she claims that. This is what she's alleging. She's suing the fast food chain after claiming that seeing a mouth-watering cheeseburger commercial made her break her fast during Lent. When I saw an advertising banner, I could not help myself. I'm with you. I can't. I'm I with can't you, Cassinia. I'm I sorry. I can't help myself either. <laughs> I know where you're I can't. Either. I mean, that big rib comes around. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, according to the Russian state media, she's uh, filed a lawsuit. She claims she had adhered to the belt tightening custom for a month when she saw an enticing golden arches banner advertising <laughs> cheeseburger and chicken nuggets despite successfully fasting for the last 16 years the hangry woman couldn't resist and visited mcdonald's and bought a cheeseburger wait is that like a, just a plain cheeseburger that looks like a plain cheeseburger yeah, yeah but look at how good that looks it does look all good. the little onions oh my god i don't know what it is but when you put pickles and hot ketchup so good. He said ketchup. Ketchup. Nope, you said ketchup first. Oh no. Either way, oh, I don't no. care. Oh, ketchup, no. ketchup. Oh, no. I don't care. It's by the way I talk. I don't know. Ketchup. I don't say ketchup. I say ketchup. Ketchup. What did, you, what, what did he say? Ketchup? Yeah, he said ketchup. Oh. I mean that's yeah. okay. People do say it like that. Yeah. But it's so good when, when the pickle and the ketchup is hot. I'm not a fan of the chopped onions underneath. I'd say hold the onions. Here's oh, I the like thing. Them. You know you're going to... This is what's amazing about McDonald's. You know you're going to feel like shit after eating this. Yet that smell gets you. You can't help but eat it. What is that? It's enticing smells. They know what they're doing over there. Oh, God. So this woman's <laughs> suing because... <laughs> because He's coming she, in his pants right now. <laughs> this woman's suing because she couldn't resist <laughs> the advertising. Everything about it, the way the wrapper sounds, the aromas, it's unbelievable. Don't make me fucking Uber Eats McDonald's. Oh, Don't God. make me fucking Uber Eats it. Starving. Do it. Oh, oh, we have a product God. tasting coming up. Hold on, wait. Gonna, what are they called? We're going to taste test the I'm, new Lay's. I'm a little fucking pissed that I couldn't go get them, but okay. The Lay's uh, Dorito potato chip. Lay's Dorito. Yeah. Take a guess at how much she's suing McDonald's for. Got to be in the millions. 
I'll say 20 million. I was going to say seven. You guys are going to be pissed. $14. I can't. What? I can't do it. I can't anymore. I want to live on another does, planet. Does anything people... surprise you? I can't with this. What is wrong with people? What the hell is wrong with people? You know how much she's probably going to be spending on lawyers and legal fees for a $14 freaking win if she wins? You know what which it she is? she probably it's, won't. It's the principle. Okay. Okay. The principle of what? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. The principle of the advertising worked? The advertising did its job? Like, how do you even prove, oh, you know what? What you did, what you set out to do, it did. Yeah, it's your choice and to buy it or not. We didn't force this burger down your throat. I mean, maybe. All right, uh, Dad's Seinfeldian payment. Bye. I think I know what this is, but go ahead. A father who had to make his last child support payment for his estranged daughter dumped 80,000 pennies on wow. their lawn. On the lawn. This is a la Kramer paying off the... Uh, the <laughs> what was it, Paisanos? Paisanos. For the, for the calzones? <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. At least that was only $17.50. This... About 80 divided by 100, was that eight grand? 80,000 pennies. Yeah, here's the story. I'll bring it up on the screen for everybody. He did it in, uh, he had them in like coolers and he like d dumped them out of the back of a, uh, look at this guy, John Burkett. How many, how many fucking uh, steroids is this guy fucking <laughs> And know, cheeseburgers. Three. Yeah. That's a lot of pennies. At least he rolled some of them. Yeah. He dropped. He basically dropped it off at the back of it. There it is, right there. I don't know if you saw that. It kind of jumped a little. You know what's funny? The story is on the right side too. You see that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a trending story right now. Uh, but yeah, he pulled up on the back of a trailer. Yeah, see, he there put a trailer is. up and he just dumped him out on the lawn. <laughs> what do you yeah, do if you're this. on the receiving end of that? What do you do? Do you pick them all up? Do you? How do you? Who did Kramer pay off at the end of that episode? Was it Todd Gack? It was, oh, yeah. He, he goes, you gack? And he just and he nails him in the chest with it. <laughs> but for what? I don't remember what he was paying him for. Because wasn't he paying off a, a bet? Because remember Todd Gack was betting all the weird things just to get like a date with Elaine? Wasn't that the same episode? Yeah, then he, maybe. Then he bet Jerry with something, and when he couldn't pay with the pennies the thing, he gave it to Kramer to pay off the bet. That something like familiar. that. Yeah. And just nails him in the chest with a bag of pennies. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, we're gonna have we're gonna do product testing on one last topic. We're gonna skip the coffee etiquette rules. We'll we'll put that we'll push that to another show. But I came to a revelation earlier. Uh, I can't wait to hear this. And I wonder where you guys are at with this because this is fascinating. <clears throat> I am thirty eight years old. I have never purchased a toilet like I've a whole toilet bought a toilet bowl in my life yeah why would you houses come with them i use one every what else in your life do you use every single day some of us four times uh and you've never actually bought it oh i now i bought a home 
which had three toilet bowls in it. So you did buy those toilets. But I've never explicitly like bought a toilet. Okay. Yeah, that, that's we have. that's reasonable. Have yeah, you if you're bought a remodeling. Toilet? Yeah. Um, I think because it was leaking around the bottom thingy. I don't know what the name of that is. And you're gonna you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh at this, but <laughs> whenever you say that, I start to laugh. I felt like the toilet bowl was very low to the ground mm-hmm. and wide. So I said to Catano, you have to make sure that it's not low. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's too low. It's too low. And he's like, what? So, Aren't they like of course, standard I made. Sizes? No, they're not. No, they, Toilets they can be lower low. to the ground. Yeah, they're size. So I made him test it out. To make sure in that the it store. wasn't, yeah. This poor I think, man. I don't think I went with him. Man I is a saint. But yeah, I I'm do, sure he tested I, them out too. He was like, "Yeah, this didn't one. go." Or maybe he, maybe he measured. But I do vividly remember sitting on a toilet bowl in Lowe's, like, and then pull out my phone and pretend I was. <laughs> I could just, I, you can't, I, Frank. Can you picture? Can you not picture Janine screaming at her husband? Sit on that toilet, bitch. See how high oh. it is. Immediately, as soon as she in the started of the store. But I guarantee, guy didn't sit on the toilet. If he went by himself to pick up this toilet, he probably just went, yeah, this one. Okay. No, but he he had to make sure because <clears throat> it was too low for me. He's like, what, like what do you? So the one that was in, yes, if the bathroom already. And was I was, I'll low. tell you something. I was so excited that it, we had to take it out because I was like, thank God we could get a fucking higher toilet. Or you could just when you take out the toilet, or you could, you could just build a little pedestal that it sits on. Just prop it up. No, it was just. I didn't. I just did not like anything about this toilet. It wasn't that it wasn't clean. It was just the shape of it. It was wide and short. Yeah, and that's the thing too, because some come wider and some are longer and thinner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but you have this like you ever go to a hotel and you you go to a hotel and then you go into the bathroom and all of a sudden the thing is like on the floor, like your knees are next to yeah. your head when you. Well, that's. The proper way. The prop. Your your knees are supposed to be elevated higher than your hips. Yeah. No, I know that. I know that's true. But it's still. It's you need some height. In there. You know what bugs me a lot about the bath, like the oh, when a sink. No, no, no. It's the sinks. We went to a thing recently, and the and the sink was, it was just not the because the faucet was too close to the wall of the sink, and mm. every time you want to wash your hands, you got to put your hands literally on the wall of the sink to get the water. Like inside the sink, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like the faucet should be over the middle of the sink, and it's sometimes the faucet is too yeah. short, and it's close to the edge of the of the, of the bowl of the sink, and you gotta touch the side of the, the thing every time. That that annoys the hell out of me. Mm. You gotta oh get a God. faucet white that goes problems. over the middle. These are white people problems. I mean, these like... are bathroom problems. But don't you find it bizarre that that like. That's something that you use every day, yeah, and like and you, you never, yeah, it's weird. It's and weird. You never bought one. I never like bought even, a stove. Okay. Even Janine, Janine, you bought one, like one. Yeah, but you know what? They're they're supposed to last for a long time, right? And I guess I ne- if you never did like a total renovation in your house, like some people do, use their old toilet bowls too, though. Plus, whenever you have to do something, you just repair the part that's broken around in the it. Toilet. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't replace the whole bowl every time. You yeah. repair this, you repair that. So you don't have to buy a new bowl every time. I never bought a new st- a stove in my life, and I use it all the time. Oven. 
comes with that came with the house. I bought a stove. Yeah. Oh, we never bought a stove. You never did? Oh, no. really? Mm-mm. Yeah. I, bought I don't a think I ever bought a, a sink fridge. either. Never bought, I a, bought sink. a sink. Yeah, I bought all that. Well, sink is another thing, I guess, too, that a lot of people use every single day, but you might not have bought one yeah. unless you were renovated. Here's a mystery fix for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're if you if I ever told you this, but in my front, in the living room, at the front window, there's like five panes of glass in the window. One pane of the glass has a hole in it about that big, because that's what she said. Right, because I guess maybe the gardener the rock flew and it just popped a hole in, into the, like each window has like two panes of glass and one pane has a oh, hole. Oh really? Oh, that's but, annoying. Yeah, so, you know, it's not like there's air coming in. It's just it's outer pane of glass and i've tried so many places the original place that made the windows and installed it i tried them i tried contractors all around nobody can replace this one pane of glass they Every want to get a new one they want not only do they want you to get a new one they want you to get a whole new set oh, of that, windows that's what i mean that's what i mean you want a whole new oh yeah they want me to replace all five windows the whole basically rip out the front of my house for this one sheet of glass in the front of my uh, on the window like you can't just pull out that one sheet of glass and put up a new sheet. What is that? It's a window racket. It's a racket. I literally called the people who installed it before we moved in. It was the, it was a different like the company name is on the bottom of the window. I called them and I said, "Could you just replace this one thing?" I'll even buy. It's one of those windows that you crank open and it oh, yeah. you know opens like that. I'll even buy a whole new casement, a window casement. I'll buy that whole new thing. No, you got to buy the whole set or it won't it'll, won't look right. I'm like, I don't care. Just one window. That's all I need. No, nope, right. can't do that. This is the other thing that's bothering me, and this is a bigger problem than Frank's window. Did you guys ever see Boogie Nights? Yes. Sure. Okay. I can't. The ending sucks to me. Oh my god, it's depressing. I don't understand this. I, I can't get this out of my like. I where'd you get this from? It's been like 15 years since I've seen this movie, and this is still bothering me. You know what the end when he falls on hard times. And the guy or in the pickup hard times. Is, <laughs> the guy in the pickup truck picks him up. Yes. And makes him whack off in front of him. Yes. And then they pull him out of the truck. The guy in the truck, all his Beats friends pull up in another truck and they pull him out and they beat him up for, for being gay. I don't I this bothers He wasn't me. gay, he was only gay for pay. Go ahead. Right. But this bothers me. Like the guy in the truck was thoroughly enjoying the presentation. And yet he and he was and he was hanging out with all the gay haters and beating up the other guy. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, it doesn't fly today, I guess. <laughs> it ruins the whole from? fucking movie. Where did this go? Yeah, the from? guy, the guy wasn't hurting anybody. He was just enjoying the show. Because it doesn't make sense. Because it doesn't make sense. Because it doesn't make sense. Right. Because yeah, it's true. hate for no reason. No, but not even that. It's like uh, it's like why you're why would you why would you do it? You're enjoy like like I understand. Why would who do what? I understand if they wanted to just beat up gay people, right? That's probably the worst sentence you ever said. No, you could see <laughs> he he means like. I see the character motivation there. Yeah, I got he's it. filled with hate. He's an asshole, but then he shouldn't be enjoying it. He should yeah. be like, oh, I'm just like it should be like. Oh, right. the guy himself. I, I forgot the end. The ending. The guy, the guy is like thoroughly enjoying it. Right. He's enjoying watching it. And then he beats up Mark yeah. Wahlberg, right? Yeah, yeah I don't get friends. that. Either. I they're thought someone—I don't remember the end. I thought someone beat up the truck driver. No, no, it was the truck driver. Beat he up. was in on it. Yeah. That was right. like their little sting operation. They pick up a guy, they do this, and they beat him up. Yeah, 
But it was like yeah. he's in the he's in the truck with the guy for like twenty minutes. It's like this should be a two minute thing, like, and you should be pretending. Yeah, I never got that. Still bothers me to this day. Sound. Yeah, no, it's a it's a mystery. It doesn't make sense unless he secretly, you know, wanted he, to to he enjoy it, it first. Right. You know, I guess that's he, possible. And then he went along with his friends. And then he just went along with his friends. Right. But that's, that's the a, only thing I could think of. That's a shitty life to live. That's not a, no, if you're beating up people because of that, that's stupid. Yeah. All you're right. An idiot. So I'm glad you got that off your chest. It just—it's a big, really big plot <laughs> oh hole that I can't. I, I can't you're, bother you're me. A, you're a plot hole. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm a plot. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else as we get into the product testing? Let's taste this shit. It's, you are the only one tasting that's it. You're the only one that has it. I hate this. I was gonna wait. Should, do you want to wait? Doritos Cool Ranch flavor. So it's Lay's combined with Doritos. I thought they were two separate. God, I wish I could go to the store this. right now and get it. Wait, no, isn't isn't Doritos Lay's or is that a different company? I guess so. I never This is is this the first time Doritos Doritos and Lay's? is Lay's. Okay. So is this yeah. the first time Doritos and Lay's came together on a product like this? I don't know. But it's interesting to put a Dorito like I, here's what I'm wondering. Is it just the dusting of Cool Ranch? Is that this yes. is Doritos Dorito? Cool Ranch flavored Lay's potato chips. Yep, that's what yes. I think it is. So they took the dusting formula. Is it the recipe, dusting? And they put it on a Lay's chip. On potato chips or? Well, let's see. Is it the dusting and the Dorito on top of the Oh, well, how could it be chip? the Dorito? It's a Lay's chip. What's, what's Dorito Once you open it, um, quick, uh, nacho or ranch? Nacho. Oh, cool ranch. Cool ranch too. I like nacho. You like nacho better? Ranch is good. I What's like ranch too, but I like you? the other one better. I like them both, but if I have to pick a front runner, it's nacho. I like them both. Uh, my husband prefers nacho. He's like, ugh, ranch. Nacho's good. And I'm like, do you like do? You, uh, I it's, rarely. It's the best flavor. I've rarely come across a trip a chip that I don't like. Same here. They're all good. They're all good. I only like I see I'm not a Lay's guy to begin with. I only like um hard I like them hard. Pick <laughs> That's oh, what on, she Jane. said. There you go. <laughs> pick pick a good chip with a, a good amount of cool ranch seasoning on it. Oh my I'll god. I want to fucking eat this now. Like It doesn't look like it has a lot of I'll let it focus there for a second. It doesn't look like it has a lot of I could see it. It has a lot of those little Dorito dots on it. That look like uh not a ton. Like confetti. Do you like Lay's or do you like Wise? All good. I don't care what the chip is. Anthony, eat it because I want to eat it so bad right now. Oh, That's here what comes she the said. Crunching. Oh, you dick! I hate you. I hate you so much. Holy shit! That's good. <gasps> oh man. What? Wow. That's really good. Is your wife right there? Make her taste it too. No, she's not. Oh, the crunching. Now my headphones are falling apart. I'm sorry, Frank. That might be... I hate to say this, but that might be better than the actual Doritos. <gasps> really? So is the texture of the chip... It's not a Dorito texture. It's not like you're biting into no. a Dorito. Potato you're chip. biting into a potato chip. A Lay's potato chip. That's a good crunch. Fucking asshole with the That's crunch. a good crunch. Really I'm away. I'm sorry. I hate you so do much you want, right do now. You want, do you want... Frank, you would hate this, but one time... Flight... Me, my brother, my husband, and my brother's wife 
were eating Pringles and we were trying to perfect the perfect chip sound. I'm sure you would have just fucking died right there. Okay. Yeah, I, I probably it would have been a, a mass murder in that house if I would have been there. <laughs> no, we were on the flight. We were on, I don't know, like oh, a yeah, flight. And that would have been a catastrophe for everyone on board. I would have flipped out. I would have been the guy that you had to duct tape to the seat. <laughs> That's right. fucking great. Thanks. Thanks. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's really I'll tell you what too. There was an insane overcompensation for a cool ranch on the Dorito. Remember when they were like extreme and they were like yes doubling down on the amount of shit they put on it i didn't like that this is very this is actually very very little and it's really really good is it oily like a chip or is it not so oily like a Dorito? no it's oily it's oily all right so it's just a regular chip with dorito dusting on it that's it yeah it doesn't taste like a dorito it just tastes like the cool ranch and it kind of it tastes like a better version of like a sour cream and onion oh that's good sour cream and onion is good yeah, but it's a little bit better. I'm in. This is now amazing. Now do I want to eat chips? Now do I want to eat chips? Next gathering. Thanks. Baby. I tell you what, whoever, whatever intern came up with this idea, this is brilliant. Definitely an intern. Yeah, let's take the, we have Who all wasn't this, vaccinated? <laughs> we have all this extra Doritos powder. Let's just put them on the chips. <gasps> Give that man a raise. Do you think this saves you from an unvaccinated firing? If like, but I came up with the cool ranch oh, chips. Yeah, exactly. I think it gives you an extra couple of weeks to get vaccinated. You know what? <laughs> Let him stay. Be like, all right, um, Stacy, you can work from home. I was going to go to Target to pick that up, but I wasn't sure if the Target near me had it, and I wasn't like in a time crunch. Targets Cat, are usually ah nice. Targets are usually mainstream chips. They don't really go out. Into he, weird flavors, right? You he got, got from that from yeah. Yep. So tomorrow, I, I think weird. I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to go tomorrow. All right. Then next show, it. you gotta you gotta eat it on the show. You gotta get or well, obviously you could eat it before then, but you gotta give a review on the next. Uh, okay. On the next show, that's fucking good. I, I that's really good. You gonna eat the rest of the bag, aren't you? Probably. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling we're all gonna like this chip. We like everything about it. We like the regular chips, and we like doritos cool ranch so i tell you what they made a like it's the ever so slightly look at him he's so excited they made a conscious effort not to overly flavor that with cool ranch it's very very subtle that's nice. really now good. is it dippable Ooh, i wouldn't what dip would that you in dip anything. that in yeah you don't dip it no you don't really dip doritos yeah no i would anything only with, dip a plain chip right anything with some kind of weird powder or dust on it you really don't dip you know what's weird though? Why isn't there a Cool Ranch dressing? I'm oh. sure there is. No. No, Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch is so huge, yet all the ranch dressings it. are normal, fl- normal temperature dressings. They're not cool. Hot ranch dressing probably isn't good. No. But I will say, like, if you, I don't know if this is everywhere, but like in New York, or this might be a Long Island thing, they love to make like chicken salads and shit like that with like Doritos. Oh yeah, I've seen that. They do that a lot of places, like a Dorito chicken salad or something where like they'll just crunch a bunch of chips up. Is that good? Chips on a sandwich is good. I've never chips had a sandwich. It. You've never had chips on a sandwich? No, I've had chips on I never had the the oh, Dorito wow. chicken salad. But my wife loves putting chips on a sandwich. Especially like a tuna sandwich or a chicken salad or something. I don't put them on like cold cut sandwiches. Oh that's good on there. That's what my wife does. Uh, off to the side I'll have it on the side, but not on the sandwich. There's something to me about a Saturday afternoon lunch that is like a fresh roll, nice cold cuts, 
and some chips on the side. Like that's a fucking Saturday. It has to be semolina bread. Yeah. I'm fucking picky with my bread, and don't fucking call it a hoagie because I will I will go nuts. I will <laughs> I go you, fucking insane. Very rarely have I said this bread is terrible. If it's bread, if you can legally call it bread, I'm I'm gonna eat it. I'm I'm picky with bread. I've never like, had a bread go. Semolina. Disgusting. Was that a shot at Subway there? Because you said if you could legally call it bread. I feel like that was a little exactly. shot against Subway. No, not at all. Their bread the actually thing. is pretty, It's pretty good. From what it's I remember. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I haven't had Subway in a long time. But any bread, I, I've, unless it's stale or old or gross, I'm not going to I'm gonna be like, all right, it's semolina. I don't care. Is it this? I don't care. I love semolina. But I like a roll. You won't take a roll? Roll. I love roll. Any, I said any nah. bread. I'm not a fan of them. Rolls? Semolina, a hard semolina or a soft one? I like a, a soft one. A soft one with maybe a crunchy exterior. That to me, that's yeah. the best. Uh, yeah. <sighs> the best sandwich in the world to me is when you get like a six foot sandwich, six foot hero, Italian side, all the meats, the roasted peppers, the shredded lettuce, oil and vinegar. That you want to make a ton of money in a deli every day, make a six foot hero, put it on the counter and sell mm -hmm. individual pieces. Cause it's not, it's never the same when you get like a regular, if you ask for an Italian hero, they give you a hero and they give you all this stuff, but it's not the same as getting a piece of a six foot. I don't know why. I'll, I'll tell you something, Frank, the place where my husband goes for lunch sometimes, they pre-cut and pre-make the sandwiches like that. They just don't put it on bread yet, but they do all the meats but he said it's good hey if it's good and okay. it's a good place it's a good place but there's another place when we get off air because i'm not going to give them a free plug that Thanks. um anthony you have to go to because it's closer out your way i mean this place i had a hero from them last week orgasmic really orgasmic okay? what did you have by, by the way i can't eat italian heroes cannot eat them <gasps> really why not why can't I don't know the Ajita peppers and oh see I don't like the peppers on it oh, I take you, the peppers off you but don't even like, even that you don't the, like the taste the salami and stuff like that I can't oh, it's all good I always go American American like salami <laughs> tell me what was on this sandwich now I'm getting excited yeah I actually kind of got it was a little healthier it was grilled chicken it was marinated in something it was so good avocado Balsamic. No. Okay. Avocado. Mm -hmm. Pepper jack cheese. Oh. Lettuce, tomato, and some kind of signature sauce. Good. Was it was it a hot sandwich or a cold sandwich? <laughs> well, the was, chicken was probably hot. Yeah, but it wasn't so, have to be. too hot. The melted I cheese. I would have gotten the cheese. Actually, the cheese wasn't melted, so it was a cold sandwich, I guess. But oh, yeah, that's a good combination. It's nice. The avocado, the pepper note. jack, the sauce. Yeah, that's good. That's why. That's why PDQ PDQ has pepper jack cheese. That's fucking ridiculous for a I fast food joint. Jack. I love pepper jack. Pepper cheese. jack is wonderful. And when you get those big platters of cubed cheese at a party, yeah, oh, everybody goes for the pepper jack first. That's fucking right. great. Then the cheddar jack. and the provolone. All right, we'll leave it there. You guys got anything else? I want those Thanks. fucking chips. That's what I want. Yeah. They're so good. Chips are <sighs> They're so good. I'm trying to think. 
I don't want to do be. It. Come on. Stop. I don't want to be that front runner that's like, oh, they. I'll never have a cool ranch Dorito again. But don't do it, man. I don't know. They may have a permanent, a permanent fan oh. in me here. And she's gone. You can't hear it from back here. What? You can't hear it from back here. I can hear you. You can hear me crunching. That initial crunch. By the way, I love a folded one. Yeah, there's some something about the texture of the folded one. What is that? It's like it's like when you make a sandwich. What's weird is when I was when I worked at the de at a butcher slash deli, they taught you the proper way to do it is you crinkle up or crumple up the meat, so the yes. sandwich is fuller. Yes. If you just if you just lay the flat meat, it just doesn't look right, and the texture is weird. Do you want to know why that is though? Because you're air. exposing more, yeah, air, and you're exposing more areas for flavor. If you just fold it on top of the other one, you can't it's taste it. One, it just feels like one thick piece of meat. I hate that. I hate that it's when you get texture. the sandwich and it's like that rolled up wave of meat. Right. It's got to be. You gotta. You gotta crumple it up, crumple it, and then stack it. That's the move. When you place it on the thing, you gotta go like this. You gotta crumple it. Yeah. That's the way to make a sandwich. Absolutely. Same amount of meat. It just looks fuller. Maybe the most important thing that you've ever said. No, definitely is. <laughs> I'll stand by that. All right. We'll catch everybody later. Don't forget to grab a shirt, anthonyonair.com or shopanthonyonair.com. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Oh, I'm going to eat this whole bag of potato chips. Enjoy.